0: Buckle down.
1: it Pull it, in, pull it in. Oh, these are tight too.
0: For the time being, one of you can sit here.
1: Until we decide you're not worthy, then you
0: must. Sit. Corey abdicated.
2: His wife was getting hot. <laughs>
0: what did she say? <laughs> well, this is hot. being recorded. I'm playing it. <laughs> This is a non, this is a no edit show. show just so you know,
3: he's having his wash, watch polished.
0: This pretty seriously. Like, this is a no edit show because I'm not taking the time to edit time. I got laundry to do.
3: That's all until you he curse. Oh, up until the moment you curse. So
0: it all stays in. All right. <laughs> Which tickles Teresa's no in like I'm telling you.
2: Trying to picture we Pete. Haven't do- given
0: them a, we haven't given them a no edit show in a long time. I'm just
2: trying to picture Pete doing his laundry.
0: Ah, you're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: Don't you have minions?
0: <laughs> I do, but I don't let them touch my laundry. All right. Are we ready? Yes. In three, two, one. From the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to the Diz Unplugged. <laughs> Welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for the week of August twenty second, 2012. From Orlando, Florida, I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Kathy Whirling, Teresa Eccles, Walter Eccles, Kevin Close, and John Magi. Sean Thompson back in the peanut gallery for the moment. Dustin West is on a cruise. Corey Martin is taking care of his wife because she's hot.
3: <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> They're having air conditioning
4: problems.
0: So did I say anything that was inaccurate? No, but I you did not. I God. did not.
2: Yeah, I have potty. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do
0: you have to go potty? Is that what you said? In this week's show, I, uh, Walter and I will have our report on our recent Norwegian cruise. That almost sounded like I had a speech impediment uh, to Alaska. And how that compares with uh, Disney's Alaska cruises, Kathy Worling and Teresa Eccles will have a report on their recent trip to Nova Scotia to raise money for Give Kids the World. All that plus this week's news and roundtable rapid fire on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Well, uh, welcome to the show, everyone. It's good to be back uh, for a week anyway. I'm gone again next week. Dustin's back in the center seat, and uh, it's getting to a point now where we're almost co-hosting. So, um, But I appreciate the job he did last week, and thank him for... For standing in, although he um, went on vacation and didn't leave any instructions on how to run all this equipment he set up.
2: Oh, oh no! I'm just. Okay.
0: <laughs> no, you saw me running around trying to get. He's got this I did. thing. He's got this thing so rigged. It's like there is no way. I don't know.
2: Well, it looks like a computer threw up with all the wires over there on the floor. I, just,
0: I know. I just know.
1: Like bleh. whatever you said, you gave Teresa the vapors. I know. I'm all hot now. I know. <laughs>
0: Because we're doing a no-edit show, and Teresa's all nervous, because Dustin's not here, and I'll be damned if I'm editing the show. So
2: You know how my cuss, so I'm just going to write really? myself in.
0: So um, housekeeping, uh, got a, a few things. Uh, the New England Diz Meet coming up the weekend of September 14th. Uh, we'll have a link on the show notes page, podcast.wdwinfo.com, for anybody who is interested in attending. The vast majority of the team, minus two, will be oh. there. And we will be recording a live show, well, a live-to-tape show while we're there. So if you have ever wanted to see us record a show, minus two people.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Let's look around the room. This is a
0: great opportunity. Come out, help raise money for Give Kids the World. Uh, uh, The folks uh, organizing this have been putting so much time, passion, and effort into it. I can't thank them enough and I think it's going to be an enormously successful uh, well, event. Phenom- phenomenal! What they did. Mm-hmm. Over dollars they raised. Yeah, that was the last incredible. time. So, they better do double that, or I will pull my love and support. <laughs> um, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. This Whatever is, they raise is going to be great.
3: This is why he doesn't have children.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I don't think that's the number one reason. Daddy dearest,
3: I, I will pull my love and support. It's not <laughs> you really? your It's the dirt. <laughs>
0: Um, also, uh want to remind everyone about Diz Cruise 1.0 on the Royal Caribbean ship Oasis of the Seas, August 24th. Correct, through, through August 31st. August 31st. This is our first time doing one of our cruises not on a Disney ship. It's a lot less expensive. It's a really cool ship. Go back and listen to our review of it back in the beginning of April. There's, uh, It's in the archives. You can't miss it. It's an incredible ship. We're going to have an incredible time. We're going to do some cool stuff.
3: It's a big one. It's a big one. That was going to be my housekeeping, but I want to add on to that. Uh, Tracy Heinrichs is actually going to be on the Allure August 25th uh, in a couple of days, and she's going to be doing live reports on the boards. Um, She wanted to get some experience with that ship in preparation for this cruise, so she's doing uh, the exact same cruise we're going to do, just a different ship. Awesome. So she'll be able to get some information, some feedback. If you have questions about anything in particular, go to that thread on the boards. It's on the main podcast board, and she will answer any questions she that you have.
0: Absolutely. Also, um, uh, speaking of podcast cruises, uh, last week Dustin put up his uh, video of Podcast Cruise 3.0, which was absolutely spectacular. It was. He did an amazing, amazing job on it, getting a lot of... Uh, A lot of feedback on it, a lot of great feedback on it. People really seem to enjoy it. It's getting a lot of views on YouTube. So uh, if you want to see a a seven-minute, very creative overview of our five days on the dream at the end of June for Podcast Cruise 3.0, go check that out on our YouTube channel. Again, links to that on the show notes page, podcast.wdwinfo.com. And while you're there, please make sure you subscribe to our channel. Because if we don't get enough subscribers, we'll have to fire Dustin and put him out in the street.
3: And pull wow. our love and support.
0: And pull our love and support. <laughs> well, I'll do that anyway. But, you know, that, that I just do for fun. Um, we'll stop paying him. We'll put him out in the street. I'll have to sell his body for food. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man. As long as we're talking about videos, if anyone doubts what we told you about our trip to Italy and our Tuscan bus ride up the hill someone on the trip prior to ours has put up a video on youtube and i'm not going to give you the whole address but if you
0: give me get me the link and i'll put it on the show notes right. page
1: the search if you want to search for it is bus trip up tuscan hill and someone has uh videotaped it so if you thought we were exaggerating about the fact that we were on a little one lane road and that it was scary watch the video
4: i saw that was there i haven't watched it yet
0: Just making a little note for myself. So if you can send that link to me, email that link to me, I would make sure it gets in the show notes page. Or actually, Sean or Corey will, because they'll be doing the show notes page. But, you know, I say me. I mean my
3: minions. Minions. Your minions. The royal we. That's the royal (laughs) yeah, not
0: the editorial. Um, Also, I want to remind everyone that the Dis Unplugged Disneyland edition uh, is now uh, on a separate feed from ours. What that means is it used to be that if you were subscribed to our show on iTunes, their show would automatically download. That's no longer happening. They're now on their own separate feed, so you need to subscribe to their show separately, and you absolutely should. It's a great show, it's a great team of people, and especially over the last year, they've really gelled as a group. It's a whole different dynamic than what we have here, but I think equally as compelling to listen to great information. Even if you're not planning a trip to Disneyland, the, the amount of history and the amount of background about what goes on at Disneyland and how things came to be, uh, especially because so much of that ultimately influences what goes on here in Orlando, it's, it's just a great show to listen to. So please show them your support. There's a link on the uh, show notes page to subscribe to their, their feed. They also now have their own show notes page. If you go to podcast.wwinfo.com, you'll notice two tabs up near the top, one for our show, one for their show. So all their show notes show up there along with their archives linked to their shows and uh, a link to subscribe to them on iTunes. And I encourage you to do that. Show them your support uh, and do it now <laughs> or I'll withdraw my love and support. <laughs> love um, That seems to be my theme today. It does. That is my theme. I am withdrawing love and support today. So that's everything I have for housekeeping. What else do we have?
3: I just want to add Podcast Cruise 4.0, December 8th through December 15th, 2012. We are coming up really quick. Pre and post nights are selling out. We are booking pre and post cruise transfers. Um, Again, our guest speaker will be Dave Smith. And uh, we had a chance to spend time with Dave Smith on our Backstage Magic, and he was fantastic. Couldn't ask for a better guy. He's got lots of stories to tell, lots of fun stuff to talk about. Please sign up if you're interested because we're going to come across that time where there's not going to be any space left, and I hate to see that happen to folks. So if you're interested,
1: sign up. The question has arisen, is there a tentative schedule for podcast crews? 4.0, 4.0, and unfortunately, Disney doesn't work that way. Yep. Until we get much closer to the sale date, we don't know when things will happen. Like or usually, like our- the
0: October time frame right. is right. before there is when they're going to uh, allow us. to And start I know people are things. looking
1: to make tentative plans. And appara- I'm sorry, but at this point, all plans are tentative. Our plans are tentative.
0: Well, if it goes like the last one, John's going to plan everything for seven o'clock in the morning. So just <laughs> kind of work around that.
2: <laughs> yeah, just really. the things Pete has to do and require that we be. No, I told
0: here. you. I told you anything you plan for me before noon, I'm not showing up for.
3: I made sure your talk was afternoon, but everything else I had to show up for was like seven o'clock in the morning. It's a cruise. I want to sleep in.
0: So sad.
1: It
2: is. I'll
0: withdraw my love and support.
1: Oh
2: my God. Please don't disappoint. Please don't disappoint. Please. Every time you say that, Teresa flinches a little bit. She
0: She knows what it feels like.
2: (laughs) So true. We all do, don't we?
0: At one time or another, yeah, you all, another. Right, you right all have to learn. That's You'll right. have to learn what it's like living with daddy. That's
4: right. What else do we have? Uh, just a reminder that there is a Give Kids the World event Labor Day weekend in Indianapolis. Absolutely. Aaron Del Prince and his group have, I forget what year this is. This is the fifth, I believe. It's the 34th. So If you're in the Indianapolis area, you know, stop in. It's a good time.
1: Well, this is actually the right place then for me to jump in. I, this was my rapid fire. But there is a meet this Saturday. Uh, in New York City. Friday. Uh, Friday. It's Friday. Yes, yeah, Saturday we leave. We won't be there. Um, <laughs> and two of us will be there. The other six won't.
0: Excuse okay. me. Three <laughs> of us will be there.
1: Are you going to be there for the meet? Of course I'm going
0: to be there for oh, the meet. Did I you mean... sign
1: up because she needed final pa- um, final numbers by today? Well. It's on the thread. On, if, you, if you've if you read the thread, it, she's, she said it several times.
0: At least okay, he's well, showing up. No, okay. I'm showing up. I just show up. I don't sign up for things. I show up. <laughs> All right. Okay.
2: Oh
1: my gosh! You I upset, did not really be upset if there's not a meal or a seat.
0: There better be a meal and a seat. I, I don't think... care about the meal. I'm twenty pounds, people. Twenty Yay. pounds in a month. Twenty pounds in a month. I am now two twenty four. I am twenty pounds. I lost five pounds on this cruise. Two twenty
4: four.
0: I lost five pounds wow. on this cruise.
4: Wow, that's
2: good. I found it in Nova Scotia.
0: And that's without exercise. That's without. That's just. That's just changing up my diet. That's,
2: See, that's all it takes. I just changed up my, my diet.
0: Now, we now I'm starting the exercising. Now I'm starting the exercising. It was just too cold to walk on the ship.
3: In any event, that's the night before our cruise, so we will be there.
0: Withdrawing my love and support.
3: Only three of the group.
4: <sighs> oh my gosh.
3: <laughs> Isn't that how you do it? Did I not get it right? No, you didn't get it right. It wasn't snarky <laughs> enough. It wasn't snarky It wasn't snarky enough. enough. All right.
0: All but two of us will be in New England. I'll let the listeners determine who those two people that are not going yeah, to New England who do not care about sending, helping us send sick children to Walt Disney World. Don't,
1: oh, don't my care. gosh. Don't care. I'd rather have the money myself.
3: Really. Wow.
0: Wow. See? It's a rough ground. The truth comes out. Oh, my gosh. Out. The truth comes out. That's All right. Anything else for housekeeping? That's it. Anybody? Ooh. Going once, going twice. Johnny Johnny with the news.
3: All right. Our first news story, legislatures, aides, took $125,000 in free Disney tickets. Since 2000, Disney has given about $125,000 in theme park tickets to legislators and their aides, according to a Sacramento Bee review of records kept by the California Secretary of State. At current prices, that's equivalent to about 1,500 free tickets. A bill that died in committee Thursday would have largely banned such gifts. Some were given their free tickets. Some had given their free tickets to AIDS. Some passed them on to constituents who couldn't otherwise afford to go. But many just took families to Disneyland. Thomas George Harmon, a Republican member of the California State Senate, took the most free Disney theme park tickets since 2000, followed closely by Audra Strickland, a Republican who served as a member of the 37th District of the California State Assembly.
0: And I bet they have a lot to say about bailouts and handouts, don't
3: they? <laughs> Unless,
0: of course, it's their hand that's out.
3: The list compiled by the Sacramento newspaper includes 10 Republicans, 5 Democrats, and includes tickets given directly to spouses and children of the legislators.
2: So How wait. can they
1: go to Disneyland when they offer same-sex couples benefits? I know, so,
2: right? Okay, wait. These are people that
1: can afford to go, probably. Exactly. If I, they're giving them to constituents who can't afford to go, that's different. That's I'm all for it. I got, I got no
2: problem. Yeah, that's fine. The
0: ones who did that, cool. That's cool. The ones who took it and took their families there, shame on you. Shame on you. I don't yeah. care. Republican, Democrat, whatever Independent. Whatever, whatever your political. Exactly. Shame on you for doing it. Shame on you for doing it. So this, uh-huh.
3: is, this is a report about Disneyland. Correct. What do you think this uh, extrapolates out to Disney
4: World? Oh, you know they're doing it here, too. Oh, of of course, course they're doing
3: Of course they're doing And I'm sure it doesn't end at the state level at Disney World. I'm sure it no. goes it's uh, federal. I'm sure mm-hmm. everybody takes whatever they can get.
0: I would mm-hmm. be interested to see that number. I would be Love very interested number. to see that number. But no, I mean look, you know, from Disney's standpoint, Disney's not doing anything wrong. No. You know, this is what they have to do. And so I don't I don't I don't I don't fault Disney. And Disney pays for lobbying. It's how it's how business is done. But, you know, like Kevin said, if they're handing it out to their constituents who otherwise couldn't afford to go, then that's cool. But you can afford the ticket. You can afford the ticket, right. so yeah, it sucks. Yeah, but it's typical. Typical. Throw the bums out, as my grandfather used to say. <laughs> throw the bums out.
3: All right, our second news story: Disney technology replicates human face. Scientists have developed technology. <laughs> I say human feces.
0: I'm like, wow. Why would they? Be, why would they do that?
2: Electronic poop.
3: Have you not driven through Animal Kingdom? <laughs> Audio <laughs> animatronic poop, Teresa. Get it right. Scientists have developed technology that allows them to replicate with near-perfect accuracy the human face Documents posted on the official research website of the Walt Disney Company shows plans for quote physical face cloning CBS News reports Quote, we propose a complete process for designing, simulating, and fabricating synthetic skin For an animatronic's character that mimics the face of a given subject and its expressions, end quote The document said Scientists and researchers based in a Zurich lab were motivated by the idea of translating the company's ability to create realistic virtual worlds, seen, for example, in movies released by Disney-owned Pixar, into tangible actuality. According to CBS News, the multi-step process begins with a three-dimensional scan to access the topography of a human face. Measurements that ca- calculate minute details such as facial hairs are taken and entered into a virtual rendering of the model's <laughs> visage. Large pores. <laughs> Scientists then take the image from virtual to physical using a carefully developed synthetic skin made of silicone placed on an animatronic head to complete the model. During their experiments, researchers let the complete head sit for seven days at room temperature. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> That completes the tangible actuality. Disney helps to use the technology in their theme parks once it is further developed to work past its initial limitations. Well,
0: when we go to Imagineering on the Backstage Magic Tour, they talk about how they they, they show a a bust of Johnny Depp's face that was done to some degree using this type of technology where they, they do a laser impression, basically, of him. They actually went to the Caribbean while he was shooting Pirates of the Caribbean. And they did this. They did it to create a uh, a maquette, a, a sculpture of, of him to use for the animatronic that went in Pirates of the Caribbean. They also mentioned that they wanted to use that technology on President Obama when they added him to the Hall of Presidents, but the Secret Service wouldn't allow it. They wouldn't allow that detailed replica of the president to be created.
3: Interesting. Um, so this hey, kind of
0: me. takes it a step further. I'm sorry. Right. This kind of takes it a step further because this isn't about creating um, – uh, a bust or uh, you know uh, uh, a polyurethane, whatever they use, they're talking about synthetic skin. They're talking about creating almost a completely a clone. realistic clone of a human being.
4: This
1: has the possibility of being fairly creepy. I too. was just going to yeah. say that. Yeah. Did they just did that thing? Do you remember? Was it a test, or did they actually sell them where they, your kids sat in front of a machine like that? Yeah, yeah. they're still doing that.: yeah, And they then do. they put their, the kid's face on a doll. So the doll oh, yeah. looks just right, right, right. like your kid. I was just going
3: to say, this is really Aribus Brothers technology. Have you ever seen them make the people's face inside the cube? Yeah. yeah. That's all they're doing.
0: <laughs> but, you know, like Pat Oswald said, science, it's all about coulda, not shoulda.
3: Right. Uh,
0: because
3: so, that,
1: that doll thing uh, is almost universally thought of as, oh, this is really creepy. So this this sounds to me, I don't know. I don't it, think it, it sounds creepy at all.
0: I think it I think I think it has the potential. I yeah. think it's like it's approaching that line.
1: Was it the part about tangible actuality that got you? It's going to be tangibly
4: actual. Disney's I, going to take oh over God. the world.
0: I think I I I don't think in its current form what you're saying is creepy. I think it comes into the realm of possibility where I mean I don't think Disney's going to do anything nefarious with this, but once a technology is created
1: we're going to have it's to destroy diffi- Skynet.
0: It's very difficult. It's, once a t- technology like this is created, it's difficult to control where it goes and how it gets used. And who knows? Who knows? I think, you know, in and of itself right now, innocuous. But when you start talking about creating down to the follicles of hair on a person's face, an accurate replica of them on th- synthetic skin, it does start getting very Sounds Terminator.
2: Up. Criminal minds. But
3: think about you know the leap now to the medical profession.
0: Absolutely. You
3: could do this for burn victims. Absolutely. Okay, wait, uh, I mean, we're not talking about that. We're talking about making no, animatronics for a theme park. No, but we're talking t- about developing a technology well, that is, could make that But leap this is the
0: case. Perfect. This is the case with all science. There are always positive uses and not so positive uses for virtually every creation that science and, and, and medical technology come up with. So, of course, absolutely. It could certainly be used in terms of. Of uh, helping re- in reconstructive surgery and, and, and things like that. But at the same time, it could also not be used for that.
4: Well, I remember and I think the number is seven that when you're on Pirates of the Caribbean, there's only seven heads that they use through the entire ride. It's just how they dress them. So maybe they could use it to change the characters because there's one of the characters when you're down with who wants the redhead there's the one guy he's got a really big nose and if you look at the characters in that area there's a number of them that's that set same didn't know that. yeah that's the same head and if you look it's just how they're dressed so maybe they they'll be able to put you know more I represent
3: that, I think this is more for like we saw with Johnny Depp or right. now you have the live characters who people have been uh have an attachment to and when you want to make that character in the park you want to have something that's an exact it looks right just book. like, oh, that
0: and course. you also have them, you know, advancing the technology okay. of uh, standalone animatronics that walk through the park and interact with guests. Oh, so, that's creepy. That you know, me it up. could it could go in that direction. Mm-hmm. Who knows? I Robots. mean, you know, it's Disney, so I mean, you let Imagineering loose with something like this, they'll come up with cool yeah. stuff to do. But you know, so again, I want to be clear. I'm not saying Disney's going to do anything nefarious with this. I'm just saying that you know, when you start talking about you know, use words like, you know, exact replica, synthetic skin, you know, yeah, down you to know, the hair follicle. Really. Yeah. There's there's that element of creepy that kind of comes
2: in. It's like that comes cr- in. creepy movie with uh, Haley Joel Osment. That,
0: every movie with Haley Joel Osment
2: well, you is know, creepy. The, the You're going to have to
1: be way more specific. <laughs> well, he, he was
2: like a little boy and he had a little robot bear with him. And,
1: <laughs> oh, uh, AI.
2: Yeah. Uh, AI,
1: that was that a was, great movie. I love that movie. That was a that good movie,
2: movie but... To know there's a bunch of synthetic people walking around. Was that the one where he smelled dead people? No. No, that was. uh, I
0: see dead people. Oh, I (laughs) thought he smelled them. That
2: was
1: something. If you watch Beverly Hills Housewives, there's still a lot of synthetic people walking around (laughs) (laughs) All
3: right, and our final news story Disney Cruise Line Galveston Cruise Itineraries Change. Disney Cruise Line has announced major changes to some of their cruises sailing out of Galveston, Texas in early 2013. Guests sailing out of the Alaskan Canal book a combination of shorter and longer sailing options in 2013 with cruises from eight-night voyages to two four-night voyages featuring a stop in the port of Cozumel, Mexico. One of the new options is an eight-night Bahamian cruise featuring stops at Disney's Private Island, Key West, Port Canaveral, and Port Canaveral, Florida, which includes a day at Walt Disney World Resort and, of course, a one-day Park Hopper Pass. Uh, These eight-night Bahamian sailings depart from Galveston on June 18th, February 15th, March 1st, March 29th, April 26th, and May 10th, 2013. There are also six-night Western Caribbean sailings from Galveston featuring stops in Grand Cayman and Cozumel, as well as a four-night option sailing out to Cozumel. uh, And this uh, new four-night sailing is only going to be available to book on September 5th. 2012. If you've booked a cruise that's affected by this where your cruise had to be changed Disney is going to contact you or your travel agent is going to contact you Um, there is some compensation for things like airfare changes. If you have to make a change in your airfare and it costs you money Disney is going to work with you on that. However they're not offering any compensation in terms of your cruise got changed and you can't go. You're just going to have to cancel
2: them. Do you think There's they changed it up because it wasn't a, it wasn't popular? Absolutely, I was, was yeah. going to say that's exactly what I'd, they did it. Because I, yeah, I, wasn't getting a lot the Galveston. Of luck with
0: that. The Galveston sailings have not been successful in terms of what Disney considers successful, or what I would consider successful from the from the dream standpoint. Uh, Galveston has been pretty mediocre. So I think what they're doing now is, you know, my expression is throw pasta against the wall, see what sticks.
3: If we just had that big discount, five ninety nine a person mm-hmm. yep. for some sailing.
0: So and I and I'm gonna tell you what. I'm gonna tell you what, I'll make a prediction. I think you're gonna see the same thing in about a year and a half with Miami. Yeah. Because Miami was met with, you know, the the wonder going out of Miami that kind of was met with a dud. With a thud. It just no one got excited about that. No one got excited about it. And, you know, because now, you know, what Disney needs to keep in mind is when they go into these new ports, they're the most expensive ship going out of them. And we're going to talk about that in the segment that Walter and I are going to do about the sailing we just did to Alaska on Norwegian. Um, And the stunning difference in price and the difference in the experience, which wasn't that big. Hmm. Um, So the... This is where Disney is going to have to start kind of facing facts if they want to compete in some of these markets like Galveston, uh, New York, which was more successful than Galveston, but still not gangbusters. Royal Caribbean did a boom in business when people started looking at Disney Cruise Line. Our Royal Caribbean rep said, because he's in the New York region, and he said... uh, Best thing that happened to us in a long time was Disney coming to New York. Wow. Because all of a sudden, we weren't the most expensive one in town. And people were looking at Disney and then looking at us going, oh, I'm going with you.
3: Now, New York did sell well. New York is... sold okay. It's all well, better than Galveston. It's almost every ship we've come across now is, at, is near capacity.
0: As it gets within weeks of sailing. Right. Okay. Whereas, you know, we see the fantasy and the dream sell out, yes, you know, eight, next year, six, year, eight, twelve yeah, months yeah. in advance. Yeah. So... You know, yeah. Three weeks before it sells, it's full. But three months before it sells, it ain't. And we know that because the sailing we're going on, we just booked three months ago. So they're going to have to start looking at their pricing if they want these. You know, they can they can come up with all the crazy itineraries they want. They can make all the changes they want. The bottom line: people aren't doing it because it's too expensive for the region. It's too expensive for the region. And you're going to have to start addressing the price point because this is what we're you know, every year. The prices go up and up and up and up. And what you're looking at for a four day cruise, a four night cruise out of Port Canaveral today and what you were paying for that same cruise four years ago, five years ago is an extraordinarily different price. I mean, we see it. We see it in, with dreams. We see it. I, it's one of the big numbers I look at. What's the average price of a cruise? And it's gone up a lot. Now, for business, for us, that's great. That's great. But we are in a bit of an economy right now.
3: I also think when Disney shows up in a port, there's that idea of, well, what are you going to do that's different? And if you're sailing out of Galveston and you're going to Cozumel and Grand Cayman and going back to, to Galveston, people are saying, well, I can do that on any cruise line. It's not even going to Grand Cayman. Well, you know what I'm saying. If they're going to the same ports that everybody else is going to. However, I think when they say, listen, now we're going to stop at Port Canaveral and take you to Walt Disney World. Now we're going to stop on our private island. That's the value add. Well, but there's – and also I'm
0: going to get into this in our segment too. There's more there that people need to consider and look at. Um, And I don't want to give too much of it away because I want to save it for that segment. But I talk about – I'm going to talk about a lot of this stuff comparing disney with other cruise lines in our, our our alaska segment this week
3: but i think these i think you're going to see a boom in these eight <coughs> nights that go to port canaveral and to the, the private island.
0: i think that might work i think that might but again it's all going to come down to price point it's going to come down to price point it always does with these cruises they don't understand why they can't fill cruises where the average stateroom is seven thousand dollars for two people it's seven thousand dollars for two people that's why you can't fill it You don't need to be an MBA to figure this out. Hmm. Not when the guy docked next to you is charging half that for the exact same itinerary. They just don't have Mickey Mouse running around. Hmm. And when people start looking at apples to apples and saying, okay, well, yeah, there's the Disney factor. But then there's $3,000 that I can save, which is going to pay for my drinks and my shore excursions. For the same price that I'm just getting my stateroom for on Disney, there are a lot of people. Not the hardcore fans. The hardcore fans, they know we're gonna be, we're gonna go. Because there's something there that we particularly want. But I'm talking about your average consumer. And to get New York and Galveston and Los Angeles and Seattle, to get those people, that average consumer, you have to start playing with price point. Because the Disney name isn't enough for them.
1: There's also something else to be said. People, I think people look at cruises as an exotic vacation. And if you're leaving from your hometown or close to your hometown, yes, you've saved airfare, but it's a lot less exotic. And I don't know that when it gets to be a lot less exotic, it's worth that much more. Does that make sense? That
0: does make sense. That does make sense.
1: I mean, if if the price came down and you didn't have to
3: drive, then it's a savings. But I mean, well, I think well, people saw, I think people saw Disney come into Galveston and got very excited. This is going to be great. It's going to be nearby. I can drive <laughs> they there. They saw
0: the price. Right.
3: But once the price came out, they all went, well, I could go to Disney world for a third of that. Yeah. So yes, being near, being close by and saving airfare and stuff is a plus, but it's the entire thing. I think, to, Well, I think that's what I was I trying to itinerary. say. At least if they're
1: flying to Port Canaveral, or if they're flying into Orlando, you can add a couple of days at Disney World and make that airfare seem like a little bit of a better deal. Right. If you connect that with a cruise, you've extended your vacation for the same well, airfare. You
0: know, I'll just, again, I, I, I'm not really trying this hard to plug the segment, but, um, you know, we sailed out of Seattle for our Alaska cruise. Now, when we did Disney we, uh, uh, last year, we sailed out of Vancouver. Um, there is a different experience. For me, getting on a cruise ship in a port I'm not used to, flying across the country, spending a couple of days in Seattle, as opposed to driving the hour out to Port Canaveral. So what you're saying is exactly right. There is an element to that that makes it more Um, vacation-y. You know, we got a chance to drive around Seattle and see things, and what a beautiful city. Oh, my Lord, what a beautiful city that is. I didn't get a chance. You know, the only other time I'd ever been in Seattle was back when I was working for UPS. And I didn't get a chance to see much of it, but what a gorgeous city! It's something. It's a city I would love to go back and explore more of, and wait till I tell you about the Four Seasons and see. It. Oh my God! Oh my God! What a, what a hotel! But your point is well taken. That there is there is a there is more of a I think of a vacation factor. I don't know if I call it exotic, but there's okay, more of that, a vacation factor to that's what I was going having for. to travel someplace to get on the ship and go someplace else. It's a little
1: more of an event.
0: Yes, exactly. I think that's even the the best way to describe it. All
3: right.
1: That'll
0: do it for the news. Thank you very much, John. We will move on to Rapid Fire. Who would like to go first?
1: I will. Mine's really easy. We have... uh, My Rapid Fire was going to be about the meet in New York this Friday, but I'm going to tell you that we have Germany and Spirit of America ABD trips going next year. And our two backstage magic trips at this point are full. We are taking a interest list for the possibility of adding a February trip. Kevin at Dreams Unlimited Travel, or if you'd like to be put on the wait list for one of the other, the, either the June or the December backstage magic trips. At this point, though, they are they have reached capacity.
3: And the wait list does work. We had someone book. Uh, we had someone cancel a single reservation, and we were able to add them to our December trip. So don't feel like um, there's no sense it Right, really. absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Things happen all the time. Okay. And the Spirit of America and Germany trips are going to be awesome. You're going to be traveling with uh, John, Kevin, and hopefully Corey and Julie uh, on the Germany trip. Oh, and, wow. I
3: didn't know they were going. Yeah, Great.
0: I'm giving up my spot for those. I think those two need a, to experience a, a Europe trip, and they're dying to do it. So I'm giving up my spot on that to send them. And then uh, uh, Walter and I, my mom, uh, we'll be on spirit of America and, uh, Dustin's been hinting around that he wants to. I'm like, you, you were raised there. What do you what, I really want to go see that stuff. I don't, know. I don't know. So who knows who else will be on that trip with us. But right now that's, uh, that's who's going on that trip. We're going to have a great time. Spirit of America, of course, is doing the Virginia, Washington, DC, Philadelphia thing. Very I close just, to home.
1: I just want to let you know that in a past podcast, you mentioned Williamsburg. And, and
0: it's no longer on the it list, as no- I was told last night by Sean.
1: Right. It's no longer. It was part of last year's adventure. This year, they've added Gettysburg and Monticello and taken out Williamsburg. So I just want to make sure everybody understands that that is a difference between but last those aren't year's the,
0: trip. Th- that's not the appeal. I am. So, you know.
1: <laughs> and your love and support.
0: And, and And I will not withdraw my love and support if you go on that trip. There you go. So, thank you, Kevin. Johnny.
3: Mine is Phineas and Ferb, augmented reality experience coming to Disney World. They're going to use synthetic skin, aren't they? That'd be cool, wouldn't it? Guests at Walt Disney World will soon have a new way to interact with popular Disney Channel animated stars, Phineas and Ferb. Beginning September 1st, Phineas and Ferb and you, in exclamation, big letters, italic, a brand new reality. Will open at Downtown Disney and be there through December first.
1: Phineas, Robin, Yo, and Yo.
3: Big letter, underscored, italics,
1: italics,
3: Helvetica font. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I have lost my place. I have to go back to the beginning.
1: (laughs) Really, I might might withdraw my love and support (laughs) this week.
3: In the news, we have in this augmented reality experience, theme park guests will step into a platform and get virtual and 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 get to virtually interact with characters from the show who can be viewed on a screen. 20 different interactions are possible. Guests could do the platypus walk and get caught in one of Dr. Doofenshmirtz's evil inators. Wake
0: me up when this is over.
3: What's really cool about this actually though is um, when the Disney store first opened in New York city, they did the same thing.
4: Oh, it's like that. Okay. And I
3: think that they play that up on the big screen over the Disney store in New York all, all the time and it's, incredible people had to stand in a certain spot and then virtual characters came in and they could interact with those virtual characters it was very cool
4: now that i might do i'd do it i
2: yeah. wonder if candace will be there too i like candace it's so
3: cool she's one of phineas and ferb's zenin Eaters.
2: she's uh, their sister you're not using real words dr, you know. dr.
3: Gubenberger's
2: Doofenshmirtz. Doofenshmirtz. Oh. Mm-hmm. he's amazing
0: okay when is this over
3: and then um, the complimentary <laughs> Apparently <experience>, not yet. <laughs> this complimentary experience is located near Bongo's Cuban Cafe Daily from 2 to 9.30 p.m. Oh,
0: they're doing anything they bongos? can to get traffic down there, aren't they?
3: <laughs> down by Bongo's?
0: Let's put it in the least trafficked area of downtown Disney.
3: There's that... Um, grassy knoll
2: yeah. <laughs> that you can go. Oh, okay. <laughs> the grassy knoll. It's a it whole good way. Yeah.
4: And then
0: you have the it's like a virtual assassination. Thing. I knew we were going there once I say grassy, grassy knoll. It's the grassy knoll. You got to take it. All right, that's it. You can interact with <gasps> He's filming his...
1: They're <laughs> making the back of bongos look like the Texas Book Depository. <laughs>
2: Lord, it's going bad, guys. Oh man,
3: I take full responsibility. Please do,
2: please do. Oh my god Damn it, I have a head wound. Oh God, oh, god. that might be too soon.
0: <laughs> no, it's no, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think we're going to edit? Oh no, I'm not editing the show. I'm telling you, people, this show. do you
1: have? You not been paying attention?
0: I'm not editing the show. it's all going up.
3: I'm going to do it if I could be Jackie. Oh, stop. oh, my
2: gosh, people. Oh, my gosh. You're not
3: going to look good in a pillbox hat. <laughs> and a dirty skirt.
2: Oh.
1: Teresa, do you have a map of fire? Oh, dear God. Somebody okay. did.
2: Let's go to the weather. Somebody, <laughs> Somebody take it looks like I think it's going to rain outside. <laughs> take his big, shiny mic away or something. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh.
0: Oh, come on. It's not our show if we don't go there every once in a while. And before you start sending emails, it's a joke. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I got to follow that?
1: I was just going to say, come on. You're looking like a steel magnolia over there with your (laughs) fan.
2: Okay. Food truck comes to ESP. What? What? (laughs) Okay. Oh, I can't see. My eyes are watering. I'm leaking. Okay, <laughs> that is menopause, you know. <laughs> a new or food. bladder control. <laughs> a new food truck will be serving fans at ESPN Wide World of Sports and at Walt Disney World. The Tailgate Grill food truck is sports themed.
0: So this, like, they're getting a Roach Coach at a, at ESPN, and this yeah. is mm-hmm. news,
2: which is good because they need another food option out there. I think. Yeah. Um, Let's see. The horn plays the ESPN Sports Center song, and beanbag tosses are set up near the truck.
3: I'll give you one million dollars if you can hum the ESPN Sports <laughs> Center
2: song. Okay, wait, 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 I got it. You ready? No, no. no. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. um, let's see where I'm at. The new option will allow guests to get food quickly, so they don't miss it, the action on the field. Depending on what
0: <laughs> you mean, you mean the junior high school cheerleading competition. <laughs> Okay. We don't want to miss a moment of that action.
1: Okay. Depending on what those event. People, those people, are, they get angry. <laughs> I'm just yeah, letters. Well, right those, cheer, those cheerleader moms oh
2: my with God. the two tight have ponytails. You ever, have you ever been out there with all that?
1: No, but I've been in the park when they're there.
2: What I and can't figure out. Okay, not to They all out.
1: have those ponytails that are just one pull too. tight It's not the
2: ponytail. It's the giant humongous bow sitting on their forehead which freaks me out okay depending on what event the truck is at the menu may change (laughs) the menu may change five different menus are available some of the items offered will be fish tacos and barbecue pulled pork spring rolls guests may also see the truck at off-site events as well such as children's miracle golf classic and the run Disney races. They need a food truck. They need several food trucks as yeah. far as I'm concerned. Sounds
3: like a good idea. Is that how they're yeah. going to get me to run? Just like have the truck pull out?
1: <laughs> <laughs> run, John. Yeah. <laughs> and every time you get close,
3: it moves <laughs> to the <pull> way. <laughs> hey, that,
2: that would work for me.
3: <laughs> I have
2: cupcakes. That would, that's why I don't go to these events. Because there's no food.
3: <laughs> that's why you don't go <laughs> to these events. That's
1: don't go. That's why you're not going to the cheerleading competition? Yeah, there's it's no not food. not the ponytails?
2: Because I always the, the f- times I've been over there, I always there's only like one food thing, yeah. and I'm and it's insane to go in there and try to even get something to drink. So seriously, this. When they was need the last this. time you were at the ESPN? About two months ago. For what? I'm getting menus for the website. <laughs> <laughs> and thank God there's only one menu. But did you miss? A, <laughs> did you miss any of the competition while you were there? <laughs> no, but it was it was really hard to get up that little street area to get. Would us. you have played
1: bean bags and? Well, what, stuff in a food truck if while I had you a were small getting menus? child, It's well, an
2: option. Okay, is this it's an over option. Yet? Okay. <laughs> okay, I think
4: it's a good option. Anyway, <laughs> Kathy?
0: We are no longer amused. <laughs> Kathy?
4: Mine's very rapid. There's now free you Wi Fi. I
0: think it's going to be very <laughs>
4: rapid. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure this one will be. There's now free Wi Fi at Typhoon, Typhoon Lagoon. Oh good! My
3: I'm bringing park. my iMac yeah. <laughs> to the oh water God. park. Yep. Yeah, really.
4: I don't know how they decided that that was the second right. place well, they were going to do. Have. A lot of people show up with computers at Taitung. Well, I
0: think this is all about the. Uh, I, I think this is all part of the uh, the new app. Oh yeah, uh, they want they're going to want full coverage all over property. They're going to want full coverage all over property. Yeah, it's and it's so,
4: coming in the next couple of months. And I think, I think you've got
3: a, a smaller location, so it's a little bit easier to implement and test. And then you you roll yeah, out. to Yeah, I locations. think that's that's got to be why
4: we noticed the other day when we were at Epcot that you can get free Wi Fi in the front part of the park, but when you go over to World Showcase, it's not there.
0: Sean, yet. I gave you an assignment. Did you do it? Did you go into the park and test the Wi Fi? Yeah, I have.
4: Gone.
0: Well, is there a mic over there? No. Oh.
3: <laughs> What's that thing sitting over there? That's not a mic. It's not on.
2: Oh. Look it's at not. him. He looks so scared. Run over here and talk to him. No, into no, mine. no, no.
3: Run. Run, <laughs> Forest, run. <laughs> run, forest. run, like the wind. So. Uh, yes, I have tested it.
0: Okay. And, yep. and, oh,
3: that was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> run back
0: now. Uh, yeah, I went into Magic Kingdom and
3: tested out
1: the app.
0: And also did, did some speed <laughs> test. As, as Kevin clocks him in the head with the microphone with
1: the, uh, with the What
0: was the speed test? What did it look like?
3: Uh, it wasn't bad. Um, there were some spots that were better than others. Is it so
2: like running while doing the internet or what? A speed test? It's it's no, uh, so the app. internet. So you run the oh, okay. it's, it's technical, coverage. dear. Sit okay, quietly. <laughs> but it was
3: great coverage, and the app is fantastic.
0: <laughs> so, can you give me an idea of what the speed was? What
1: the remember what it was? I'll get electrocuted.
3: Yeah, I don't think it was horribly fast. Um, so nothing like home uh, broadband, but it, it was good enough to surf the web and use their app.
4: I yeah. was over there the first day that they did it, okay. and we were sitting over by the barber shop, and I found it painfully slow. Oh, so really? I don't know. Yeah, like I if, said, again, if areas. it's location, but yeah. it so, took forever. And to they'll move. fix that over oh, time. Sure they yeah, they'll
3: yeah. they'll fix it. Because like I said, so the app is fantastic, and so you really want the Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah
4: they'll I'm find, really the,
3: they'll find the dark spots and they'll boost it. Yeah, things like that. cool. I give them a lot of credit. This is what everybody should be doing. We should have free Wi Fi everywhere mm-hmm. in the world, everywhere At in home. the U.S. At home. I just think that that's the way that things should be going. So I give them a lot of credit for doing this. And even if it has an ulterior motive that it's they want to use your app and sell your app and that sort of thing, good. That's an impotence for them to do it. Yep. Sean Impetus. Impetus. Well,
0: impotence. I. Impotence.
2: Impotence. <laughs> it's impotence for
0: well, them to do it. Well, before
3: that, it was very flaccid. <laughs> So
2: oh, Okay, thank you,
0: Kathy. Walter.
2: Sean, run back to the Run Forest Run. run. <laughs>
0: Disneyland, Disneyland's Christmas candlelight processional has been extended. For two thousand twelve, the candlelight processional has been extended
3: to twenty nights. Why don't they just just have it twenty four seven every day? Disneyland or Disney, or Disney, Disney World? Disney Disneyland. 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 Oh I think it's a they they went from two to twenty?
0: Yeah, because it used oh. to be only like a couple of nights.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That surprises me. I thought you were talking about World.
0: Yeah, because they do that, like, don't they do it like the, the, like the train station or something? They, they
3: do in it, Walt, like, on Main Street. In Walt's apartment. I
1: think they do, they, think they do it in the <laughs> Disney gallery or something like that.
2: They allow seven people in. I thought it was at uh, California Adventure, wasn't it? Or is it over in Disneyland? I, I don't, I,
0: don't. I, no, I, I don't no, know. No, it's about. in Disneyland. It's okay. always been in Disneyland. I, I, but I always thought, like, it was on Main Street. I
3: am really station, surprised. So. That's a big jump. That is a big jump. I was really thought you were talking about World. No,
0: Disneyland. All right. Well, thank you for that, Walter. Thanks, everybody. That is going to do it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next time with another edition of The Diz Unplugged. Thanks for listening, and remember, stay out of the damn lakes.